Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien, Gerald, and Rob. On today's podcast, we discuss the best sci-fi films of the 90s. Damien, was that slow enough for you? Yeah, I felt good. I felt good. Hey, every time we have a podcast that is lists, I always want you to be on and you never want to be on. Mm. Why this one? Um, maybe, maybe I'm just finally caving to your incessant nagging. Is it strictly uh, because Starship Troopers is one through four with Back to the Future being number five? Yeah, I actually was just going to say, you know, you, you mentioned a minute ago that this was like the best sci-fi movies of the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be the case with my list. But look, it, the best is subjective, right? It could be know, the best to you. It could yeah. be your favorite. Like, there's it, best is however you want to deem best. Like, however you want to interpret that. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> it's Starship Troopers number one, right? It's going to take... No, no, it's not number one. Okay. It's going to take a, a sharp left turn at some point. I'm excited. Because Back to the Future 3 is on your list somewhere. I know it. In my, in my in bones. That- no, it's in it's in my uh, it didn't make the cut. It's Ooh. in my honorable mentions. You said you have 14 honorable mentions. Yeah, that's in there. It's like every sci-fi movie in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I've put a bunch on there because I wasn't sure what Rob and what Gerald were going to have. <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah, cuz I didn't want to like just say same thing. But I mean if that's what you think is the best. Let me ask you one question then I'm going to move on to Rob. Is Demolition Man on your list somewhere? Um, it's not in my actual list. It's in the honorable mentions. All right. I just watched that movie recently. It's not good. Yeah. I just watched it recently as well. It is. It's It's pretty bad actually. It's rough. (laughs) Yeah. But I really want to talk about it at some point. That's got to be on the list for this year at some point. All right, Bobby. Sir. You haven't been on, you haven't been on the pod in since Batman begins. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. It was a lifetime ago. Had shit to do, buddy. 10 days ago. We are wrapping up the school year. Yeah, man. That's, Getting shit I mean, done. Is that, that's a thing still? Yeah, buddy. Listen, do you know what the hot topic is around the country right now? <laughs> it's not coronavirus. It is, are we going to have a graduation or not? That's the only thing I on know, people's minds. I know what hot topic is. It's like kids that have fucking plugs and lip rings <laughs> that buy like goth stuff. But I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You guys are having a graduation? Great question. We have no idea. I can so, tell you it's a bad idea. I, you're preaching to the <laughs> choir. But it's, yeah, we went from like, hey, we're not going to do graduation because we don't want to kill anybody to, hey, we're going to do graduation, but it'll be online. And then they're like, fuck that. So like, hey, we'll do graduation, but nobody gets out of their car. And we're like, let's do that. And now we're on to let's do a graduation, but everyone has to be 10 feet apart, x-axis, y-axis. But the problem is we don't have places to put anybody on <laughs> x-axis and y-axis. So at the end of the day, like the kids don't care at this point. It's just the parents fighting. The last thing I heard was, like, let's rent out Dutchess County Stadium, which is where the Hudson Valley Renegades play, and let's do the graduation there, which is, like, off the charts. But, you know, everyone's got their, you know, what they want to do. Damien, in, uh, what'd you graduate, like, 03? Two. Okay, so 2002, Damien, do you give a fuck about high school graduation? (laughs) No. That was a very different version of myself. Okay, fair enough. Gerald, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Just I know you're working excited on the house. <laughs> All right. I know you're excited about this one. Yes. Yes. Sci-fi is my wheelhouse. Nice. I didn't know sure. if we I didn't know if we were ever gonna get you back on another podcast after Bad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to lick my wounds a little bit, but I'm all right. A little bit. All right. <laughs> a little bit. All right. 
I mean, it's still, I, I watched Bad Boys, uh, what's the third one, just recently? For life. Terrible. Terrible, right? <laughs> it's fucking bad. It's terrible. Yeah, it's real you. bad. Yeah, 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 real bad. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Rob. Sir. Sci-fi is your favorite genre, yes or no? Yeah, that's the one I gravitate more towards, sure. Okay, and it's a pretty broad genre, right? It can be so many different things. You know what? It, it really can because as we're, you know, because some of us didn't really realize that we were supposed to go specifically to the sci-fi genre according to IMDb. So mm -hmm. as I was like looking shit up, I was mildly concerned that my stuff wasn't going to fit in there. But luckily, stuff does. So it is a fairly okay. broad genre. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that and comedy are probably the most broad because comedy can be like action comedy, dramedy. It can be all over the place, right? Sure. Gerald, sci-fi is your favorite, I would imagine, as well. Absolutely. Um, my, I tend to, for sci-fi, I like stuff that either makes me think about the movie real hard and like, what the fuck? Or right. a lot of cool special effects, costumes, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of my, my two uh, loves of sci-fi. And then also... I, I'm a lot into anime as well, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of anime that's sci-fi, so that's kind of my wheelhouse um, and things I kind of gravitate towards. Right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Damien, besides pornography, <laughs> sci-fi is your second favorite genre, yes? Um, a very, very close second, yeah. What if it's a mixture of both? <sighs> what do you mean, what if? Wait till we get into the list. <laughs> All right, so last question I want to ask before we get into our, our best top five, however you want to, to, to classify it. Damien, do you think comic book movies are sci-fi? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, if I had to give a knee-jerk reaction, I would say no. Why? Um, because it doesn't necessarily seem... Let's see. Let me let me think about this. Well, here, let me, yeah, let me say this. Okay, so you have some, and and I don't know what I would classify them as. So you have something like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is fantasy to me, right? Feels more fantasy than sci-fi. But then you have something like Iron Man that feels more sci-fi. Now that sounds weird because obviously then I start thinking about it. Guardians does sound like sci-fi as well, but. Iron Man feels more like sci-fi than anything else, but they don't. I don't think they classify those movies as science fiction. They're comic book movies, action movies. Yeah. They're almost like now another genre, and I don't know what IMDb classifies it at. I've never looked. But I'm asking you, like, what do you think? We, yeah, because actually now talking about it, because my knee-jerk reaction was no, but, but I might actually shift pretty quickly depending on how the conversation goes. What would you, would you say the Christopher Nolan Batmans would be sci-fi? No. Because those are set in realism. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's kind of yeah. like, that was my first thought that I went to in my head, which is why I was like, no. But then, yeah, Iron Man, like, obviously there's a huge element of, like, science uh, science fiction. Right. Yeah, the, I think we talked about it on, I know we've talked about it on multiple Batman podcasts. I, th I feel like the Batman trilogy, the Nolan trilogy, is more almost like crime drama. Mm-hmm. Because it really is set in... There's no, nobody has superpowers. It's set in realism for the most part. So those don't, I don't feel as much like sci-fi-y as much as maybe like the Keaton movies, the Keaton Batmans feel almost more like sci-fi fantasy. But I don't know. Again, that's just knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. It's Bob, an interesting question. Yeah. Bobby, what do you think? I don't know. I, you know, I get what you're saying because you're, the, the newer stuff is set in realism. I think we, we did a lot of that in, in the Batman Begins podcast. Um, yeah. But I, I. It's, I think, 
20 years ago, we would, you know, associate comic book movies with sci-fi. I think at this point, it's its own genre. So Yeah, it feels like it. it. It's hard to throw Batman into that mix when you're kind of, even just looking at the movies that we've, we're picking for this, it just, it doesn't feel, it doesn't, it doesn't make a good fit. But then you say something like Justice League, Justice League feels like sci-fi to me. That I maybe it's the tone. I don't know. It's it, yeah, yeah. It, I don't it might think be the tone. I don't think um, what do you call the the Marvel movies feel very sci-fi, and that's also kind of weird because no. a lot of it takes place in space. But I don't yeah. know. All right, Gerald, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, I I wouldn't classify Marvel and DC as sci-fi. I don't. It just doesn't fit for some, some reason. It's like okay. like you, like everybody's saying. It's kind of created their own little genre in its in itself so okay yeah no i agree i agree with that all right so the only there's only two rules for the list that i gave out obviously 90s so it has to fit in within within the 90s and the other rule was or the other specification was that it has to be deemed or classified on imdb as sci-fi because again going through lists of best sci-fi movies there are some movies that are considered sci-fi by some people, not by others. So I thought the the, the unifying, you know, uh, classification would be on IMDb. Now, if you guys want to deviate from that a little bit, I'm willing to hear that and and <laughs> and explain to me why that movie is sci-fi. But those are the only two rules, only two uh, guidelines: sci-fi from IMDb and within the 90s. So with that being said, we're gonna go five to one. Damien, why are you making faces? <laughs> because. I definitely have at least one that doesn't hit the IMDb sci-fi tag. And that's why we're going to start with you, buddy. So nice. we're going five to one, round <laughs> robin. So you're five, then Gerald five, Rob, so on and so forth. Cool. So what is your number five? Uh, my number five, this is why, I don't remember if we talked about this before the actual podcast started or not, but this is not, for me, necessarily a list of the best movies, and you will hear why in a second. I will preface that this movie is 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Came out smack dab in the middle of the 90s, and it stars America's national treasure. The movie is Johnny Mnemonic. I was nice. going to say Johnny Ooh. Mnemonic yeah. as you were saying that. Awesome. Yeah. So you're going to tell me, I'm going to take a shot in the dark right now. You're going to tell me Keanu Reeves is on your list twice? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Explain yes. to me why Johnny Mnemonic is number five on your best sci-fi movies of the 90s. And the reason I wanted to pick the 90s is because, for me, the 90s has some fucking juggernauts for sci-fi movies, in my opinion. Some, some that, that redefined, like, that genre. Yeah. So why does Johnny Mnemonic, besides, you know, Dreamboat, Keanu Reeves, why does that make <laughs> your list? I think, like, the 90s is an interesting time for me because... You know, as a 90s kid, there was like a lot of stuff going on uh, in life. I have, you know, a couple of brothers. Um, and so, and so like, I, I don't know, it just, it feels very, it was a very like formative time uh, okay. in life, right? Sure. And so, and so I have like, I don't know, just obscure memories of like movies and film entertainment and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I feel like when I was going through this list, it was more like, um, like nostalgia, then like sure. this is a quality film per se. That's fine. I, I get that. Yeah, like that. That's this not mov- a problem. So yeah, this this movie is obviously rated super low, uh, <laughs> but like uh, as a kid, um, it felt like. So I was eleven when this came out. Yeah, eleven. Um, 
as a kid, this was like, this was like one of the like peak science fiction movies that mm-hmm. I'd seen, right? Mm-hmm. It was this sort of amazing combination of like sci-fi and like sort of graphic novel and, but like with action, um, and then <laughs> Ice-T is in it, Henry Rollins is in it, both like super cool people, just like characters. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, just like the, the this wild sort of like cyberpunk thriller, sure. I guess. So I don't know, I just, it, it it's, is very, I wouldn't say near and dear to my heart, but like, I, I don't know, when I saw it on the list, I was like, oh, holy shit, I remember Johnny Mnemonic. And the, the premise is ridiculous, so... So purely, you saw it on a list when you're doing research, and it sparked so much nostalgia. You're like, I gotta have this on my list. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. When's the last time you watched it? It's fuck. I don't. I wouldn't watch it at this point because like, <laughs> I know it's gonna be ruined. It's gonna I be just, Bad Boys. Th- yeah, this happened the other day with Bad Boys, yeah. and like Bad Boys is not like nearly as old. I didn't think right. Bad Boys '95. Is it '95 as well? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'd be fucked. There's no way I'm watching this again. Um. I, I did not think Johnny Mnemonic was going to be on anybody's list. So, yeah. bravo. Hey, before we move <laughs> on to Gerald, I want to ask Gerald and Damien, do you guys think Phantom Menace is going to be on Rob's list? <laughs> yes. Um, are we going to be talking about pod races at some point in the next 90 minutes? I made it it's, a specific point not to put Star Wars on my fucking list uh, just for you people. It started fucking sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right, Johnny Mnemonic, out of fucking left field. Good job. Yeah. Gerald, number five. Number five. My number five. Um, again, as w- when we talked up front, I said I like movies that make me think or I like a lot of special effects and fun. So this first one is one that really makes me think, and I always I have it on Blu-ray. I, I throw it in every now and then, and I, and I, I always get something out of it, and it's going to be uh, Contact. Oh. Uh, Jodie Foster nice. okay. and Matthew McConaughey. So that's, I don't know, that, that movie for me, it is it is so, for me, it's well-written and, and just the concept of what's out in space and and, and it, just, it just hits so many levels for me. So I can sit on and watch that thing just quiet, just just keep watching and get into it. So that's, that's my number five. I, I really enjoy that movie. So for me, wasn't that movie like outdone by Arrival though? Because Arrival is similar premise, but mm-hmm. such a better movie. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, 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 Gary Busey fucks me up. Not Gary Busey. What's Gary Busey's son? Jake Busey fucks me up in that movie. Oh, he's yeah, got the yeah. crazy eyes and he blows shit up. Yeah, 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 and they yeah. ruined what's the song? Um, Spirit in the Sky. They ruined that <laughs> shit for me as well because that's playing yeah. when you see him with his fucking crazy eyes. Sure. All right, sure. Contact. That's a good one. Yeah, Jake yeah. Busey is going to be in in a couple of movies tonight. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get to it. <laughs> All right, contact. I don't think that's probably going to be on anybody else's list. No, maybe it's going to well, be on there Damien's. You there you go. I don't think so. All right, so. Bobby, sir, five. All right. So here's what's funny. So I I did make multiple lists here, <laughs> mainly because I misunderstood the instructions. So I made my top five sci-fi movies of life. So obviously we're not doing that and then, you know, kind of trimming it down to the 90s. So just so you know, a lot of the influence of my top five lists um, comes from, like, I love these movies, the number, the, what I'm going to give you, but there does seem to be in both my top five and um, my honorable mentions a number of sequels. Mm-hmm. So just kind of take okay. that with a grain of salt, so... 
that being said. Okay. Starting off number five. RoboCop 2. <laughs> All right. So Are I'm going RoboCop 2. me? <laughs> <laughs> So here's here's really what it comes to, and I did see, I love this movie. 1990 started in the movie theater. Okay, I was okay. from doing the math. 13 years old. Okay. So, first thing about RoboCop 2, directed by Irvin Kershner. Who's Irvin okay. Kershner? Director of Empire The Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Thank you. So right there, there's a level of affection that goes along with it. Two. Being that kid at that age, they're you know it's it's weird at that time because they were not only like marketing like Rambo to like my age group, but they were also marketing RoboCop. So I was like drowning in this stuff. Unbelievably sure. angry, violent movies, but like we had cartoons and action figures, so like that was number two. And then the third one was like, here's a movie that we get to see like our good guy. Here's RoboCop versus another RoboCop and like I get he's a drug addict lunatic like giant robo but at the end of the day it is RoboCop versus RoboCop so again in Rob Leonard's 13 year old mind blows my mind now the other kind of nice thing about it is it took a lot of the notes from the first RoboCop movie which can be argued as a flawless movie so everything from like the ridiculous comedy that goes along with it like the good action the stupid commercials the absurdity of the whole thing I love this movie. So I feel like if in kind of my retrospective of sci-fi movies, RoboCop 2 screams 90s for me. So there, I give it to you on a plate. RoboCop 2 is not the one where he flies, correct? No, that's RoboCop 3. RoboCop 3 sucked. RoboCop 2. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Damien, are you at this point worried that your list is going to sound like Gerald's or Rob's? No, at this point, I'm like, we're golden. We're good, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ro- I have so many questions about RoboCop 2, but the main one is like, the first one is iconic. The second one, not. So it's so hard for me to be like, this is in my top five, when the first one is so good and the second one's not anywhere close to the first one. The first one set the set the like the, the tone of it and kind of what everything looks like. And sure, we can kind of give it that. But again... I think this is a you fun movie. You just said it was a flawless movie, and then you were like, I said yeah, the we could first give it RoboCop is a flawless movie. This one, that's not what I'm so saying. Much a flawless movie. Yeah. But it's a fun okay. movie that really, again, on retrospective of 90 sci fi movies, I go RoboCop 2. <laughs> All right, fuck it. RoboCop 2 <laughs> for the win. I nice. Guess. Okay. All right, so I'm going 1997, a little movie called Starship Troopers. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. So it's going to be number five for me, and it was it was tough. Like I, I wanted to move it up further because if I'm looking, so I looked at my list on not what I think is the best movie like as a whole, but if I'm only looking at sci-fi movies, like does it hit all the sci-fi tropes? Is it hitting all those those markers for me? And not Starship Troopers is not an amazing movie, but it kind of is. <laughs> right, the acting performances are what they are, but in a strictly sci-fi movie, it looks great. Outer space. Aliens, violence, nudity. Like, I'm all fucking in. 97, like, 17-year-old Anthony was pumped on this movie. Hadn't watched it in forever. You know, then my good buddy Damien comes over and is like, let's do a podcast on Starship Troopers. I'm like, fucking put it on. And I was all about it. So I don't know that it gets better. Obviously, it does. There's five, four above it. But it's a pretty perfect sci-fi movie. Damien? Yeah, I mean... I. <laughs> Like I, I don't know, I don't know when to spoil that this is on my list. Like surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's, we're good. We know it's on the list, and it's probably yeah. pretty high. 
Yeah, I yeah, I completely agree. The movie like aged a bit, but then it like came back around, and I feel like it's in this perfect time capsule right now where it's not gonna. It's never going to change. It's always just going to be Starship Troopers. What lends itself to Starship Troopers is the movie still looks great. Yeah. The effects yeah. look great. Uh, the people in it still looks great. The, the Like I said, I just bought it on 4K. The transfer still looks great. So it's not. it doesn't feel dated like a lot of 90s movies do. Yeah. Right. All right, Damien, number four. Um, number four is not Starship Troopers. <laughs> Shocker. Um, it is also 1997, though, The Fifth Element. Okay. Wow. I, I got to imagine that's going to show up on other people's lists as well. It, yeah, it may. And I feel like for a lot of the reasons that Starship Troopers is like, a, you know, a great sci-fi movie, um, The Fifth Element, like, I feel like hits a lot of the same marks as well. Um, you know, just like super epic, big budget visually striking um sort of classic good versus evil with like a healthy dash of of love story in there and mila jolovich is probably one of the most iconic female sci-fi figures in that movie mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i don't even know if there was a way to quantify the number of of uh, women who whose Halloween costume was <laughs> modeled after her character, it would be off the charts. Yeah, for me, if I'm looking, if I'm thinking about like iconic, memorable sci-fi uh, female characters, she's probably like top five. Yeah, I mean, she has to be right. Yeah, she's that, that, for the, she's behind like Sigourney Weaver and Aliens, like Ripley. Yep. It's like she's behind a handful. I can't think of more right now, but she's behind some. But she's up there, really, really high. Uh, and then also. You know, he's maybe a bit overshadowed, but uh, Gary Oldman as Zorg. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker. like Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker coming Tucker. in from left field, like batting a thousand in that movie off the chain. Yeah, like so great. I would not say I would not say that I'm like a Chris Tucker fan in general. <laughs> like I don't dislike him. Sure, um, but I wouldn't go out of my way. But he's great in that movie. Yeah, aliens look great in that movie too. Like the costumes look really good. Right. Yep, visually it holds up really well for being in the '90s. Like it, it's a it's a good, even though there's like obviously quite a bit of CGI in it. There's the like texture and a lot of uh, the not heavily CGI stuff that looks great. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Good choice. Good selection. <laughs> Gerald, number four. Uh, hate to say this, but my number four was Fifth Element, man. All for those <laughs> damn reasons too. So. <laughs> took all my thunder no that i mean fifth element is amazing it's fun um the performances are spot on it's just a fun romp man it is it's, it's so good but i i mean i don't know what else to say about it um it's it's my it's not it's my number four so all right i got fifth element down yeah all right while we're talking about the fifth element i love one of the things that i really love about it is that it felt like um it felt like John McClane in space. Like it felt, I mean, it really is like the same character, but it's like, it's, you know, his every man plus the like action hero. He's like cynical and kind of snarky and he doesn't really give a shit. Uh, and he's just like tired and old, but he's blonde. Uh, he's he has great. Hair, though. Yeah. 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 It's true. So that's, yeah, that's it. Okay. John yeah. McClane in space. That should have been on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Rob, your number four is fifth element as well. No, my it, fifth element is on there. I'm I'm trying to rearrange here a little bit, but that is not my number four. My number four is Total Recall. 
You son of a bitch. So, again, let's go back to 1990. Big year for Bobby Leonard going to the movie theater. Um, Total Recall really beyond Blade Runner. I think if we're kind of looking at what a sci-fi movie really is, and take Schwarzenegger kind of like out of it, like like that. But oh, like, you Schwar- shut your mouth. I know. <laughs> but if we're looking at what like a sci-fi movie is and what it's meant to do, what's meant to think about, and kind of what elements kind of go along to it, I think it's one of the the you know the juggernauts, as you said, of the 1990s in the sci-fi universe. So this is a movie I've seen a billion times. It's uh, Paul Verhoeven who also did RoboCop. No big deal. First and Robocop, Basic Instinct. One. And Basic Instinct, which is a whole other story. Um, did I ever tell you guys that? That's a story for no, another day. No, we're good. Story for we're another super day. Good. <laughs> but it's a we're super, super good. good story. Anyway, mm. so um, Total Recall, we got a guy who is confused of what his own identity is, um, kind of wrapped up in a little bit of a mystery, wrapped up in a, um, an action movie. The fun things about the movie are, you know, do you like this guy? Do you hate this guy? Do we think he's this thing? We think he's this other thing. And when we finally get to the end of the movie, although there is a resolve there, the resolve may not be a true resolve, which, again, becomes this whole, like, little sci-fi little wink. But, um, you know, clearly one of my favorite movies of the 90s. It is a disgrace that that poor thing got remade. Um, No offense to what's-his-face. What the hell is that guy's name? Colin. Colin Farrell. Farrell, thank you. But um, nothing's going to top that movie as far as, you know, what was done at that moment. So Total Recall for my number four. All right. So my number four is also Total Recall. Oh, sorry, buddy. And remember when I just, it's fine. Remember when I just said at number five, Starship Troopers might be the perfect sci-fi movie? Mm -hmm. I take that all back because it's probably Total Recall. (laughs) So I said this on a previous podcast. Total Recall, and like you just kind of did the throwaway, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like "Eh, take it all away. He's great in that movie. (laughs) I would argue that that's probably his most well-rounded performance because he's playing it a little more subtle when he's when one version of Quaid, and then he becomes um, Hauser, Mm -hmm. and he's playing it a completely different way. Now you know, take out his all his like yelling and his all his Schwarzenegger pulling faces and all that. He gives a great performance in that movie. Sure. The practical effects still hold up. It has a fantastic story. Like Rob said, it leaves you at the end with, do you have a resolution or not? You interpret it the way you want. It was a dream. It wasn't a dream. It was an implant. It wasn't an implant. Has great uh, villains. Three-boobed lady, right? Uh, it's just, it's fan- it has Hank from Breaking Bad, isn't it? Yeah. Like, as the dude who's like the vagina face alien. Like, it is so good. That it's something that I think they need to remake, but they need to remake as like a series, hmm. not a movie, like an ongoing series. I need to know why Mars doesn't have air. I need to know how Cohagen has taken away the air. Like, I have so I many s- questions, like how it works. I fucking love that movie. I watched it like two weeks ago. Still holds up. Some of the effects are a little iffy. Like, Quato Quado still makes awesome. me nauseous. <laughs> still makes me nauseous. So, Total hey, Recall did- is is up there for me. And I'm I'm pushing to do a fucking long form discussion on it and nobody has bitten. No. I put it on Discord, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Fucking Tyler was like, This movie sucks. Why would you want to do it? Aww. So he might be off the podcast and just completely because of it. <laughs> Bye Tyler. Total recall's amazing. So. If all of that wasn't good enough, there there is a tie in um, we talked about this in the long form episode of Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. But there's a fan theory that ties Starship Troopers into the Correct. Total Recall like movie, which Ooh. which I love. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I fucking I love 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 Total Recall. It's up there for yeah. best Schwarzenegger movies. And we are going to do a long form discussion on just Schwarzenegger and his fucking three I think three or four year run where he did Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, and Terminator Two. Nice. In three movies in a row, like nobody has that. <laughs> All right, Damien, what's your number three? Before I tell you my number three, I have a quick question, which is that for the like Instagram photo that you use when you post this episode, sure. can we use, can you use a screenshot that I just took of a video of everybody on the fly moving their lists around as you realize we all have the same <laughs> fucking movies? I'm not, my list is what it is. I'm not moving my list. Okay. I mean, we started talking about it and I see, I see Rob's glasses like turn all blue from his screen. <laughs> I'm I'm going old school and my list is on the good old paper. It's permanent, bro. Nice. It's not nice. getting there's no eraser. Nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so I'm, let me guess, Damien. Your number three is Starship Troopers. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean we did a long horn episode about this. This, this like this movie again is uh not is is not I think it is a great movie. I think it's a great science fiction movie, but it still it falls into the, like the um nostalgia category for me. Sure. Part of it is like the time of year. I think the part, you know, it, it holds up. I love basically for all the reasons that you already talked about it. It's still like an amazing action movie, science fiction, um you know, love story, violence, like bugs. Uh Sure. Yeah, all all that stuff, practical effects plus CGI. Flip six Richards. Hole. Flip six three hole. Uh, my girl Diz is in there. Shake Busey, Denise Richards, uh, Michael Ironside. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I feel like it's one of one of the great science fiction movies. So what I love about Starship Troopers is I think one of the conceptions, one of like the 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 thoughts of sci-fi is that they're dark and kind of not fun and they're set in like like blade runner right like that kind mm-hmm. of like a, like a something's happened in the future and it's like post-apocalyptical it's just like a the color palette's really dark it's not like that in starship troopers like that's a no. fun movie still sure dudes are yeah. getting wrecked by by bugs but it's still fun yeah, it's it's amazing how fun it is considering how like ultra violent uh, it can be. Yeah, but it, it hits the point where it's not it's so over the top violent that it's like RoboCop. Hmm. It's not like realistic violence. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. It's a little different. The the movie that like I compared it to with the over the top violence is like many Quentin Tarantino films where sure. like somebody gets cut and the blood is like ridiculously spraying forty feet. Yeah, specifically like Kill Bill. Right, yeah. Kill Bill is the most yeah, glaring yeah, yeah. of all of his movies that are over the top. The people mm-hmm. as fucking ho their, their their veins are like you know water hoses. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I always think about. Starship Troopers for me is a fun movie. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it's Total a Recall as well. Paul Verhoeven movie. Yes, it is. Yeah, yep. he's, interesting. He's all over this list. How's that guy go from Total Recall, Basic Instinct, and then he like blended the two together and he made Starship Troopers? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what works. I mean, this give this guy an Academy Award. <laughs> Gerald, your number three is my number three. Um, again, one of those. It's probably not going to be on anybody's list, but it's it's. One of my favorites. I watch it all the time. And I've mentioned it on, a, I think, a couple podcasts and, and the Discord app. But my number three is going to be Dark City. 
Okay. Uh, hmm. With Keith Sutherland. Yeah, I, I enjoy that movie so much. I like the uh, kind of what you just said about, the, you know, dark and gritty and the noir of uh, the elements in that. And then just kind of uh, that opening scene is amazing. And all through it, it's, it's pretty up there for me. So Dark City, I love that movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. Really? Mm-mm. It's really good. Rob? I haven't seen, seen it either. That's one of those movies that, like, it, it, as I was researching this, that kept coming up, and, like, yeah, I, mean, I can see the trailer for it from, like, a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, and I've always wanted to see it. I never <laughs> sat down and watched it. I would recommend it. Check it out, guys. I mean, Have you seen it, uh, Damien? Yes. Yeah. It's been a really long time, but I did yeah. see it, and I remember enjoying it. Is mm-hmm. it better than Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny Mnemonic is not that bad in my head Damien I'm kind of with you (laughs) Johnny Mnemonic is that's like he's got a hard drive for his brain right yeah, he, he basically, he's like a data courier <laughs> in the future, and he's got like, the, a, this, he's overloaded, and there's this leak of information that's important for like saving the world in the future, nice. and he needs to get it out within like 48 hours or something, or he's going to die. What a great name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob, if yep. your number three isn't, uh, <laughs> never mind, if it's not what? Galaxy Quest, I don't know what I'm going to do. Fuck, it's Galaxy Quest. <laughs> <laughs> It is absolutely 100% Galaxy Quest. What I love Galaxy dis- Quest. What a great choice. No, it's a great choice. And that was one of those, like, it, you could debate, <laughs> like, it's a comedy, sure, it's a comedy, and you can kind of, it's an action movie, but it, it's a sci-fi movie, too. It does fall into that genre, so. You know, we For did sure. a whole two and a half hours on Galaxy Quest. Clearly, I like Galaxy Quest. And it <laughs> is kind of, it does round out the 90s. It's a late 90s entry. But again, it's such a funny movie. It's a funny movie. It's a fun movie. Um, you know, it's it's not traditional sci-fi like we were just talking with like Total Recall, but it does sure. kind of. I mean, all all of those fun elements of Star Trek without like too much of like the nerdiness. It, it's just it's a it's a great all-around movie. It's a great watch. Just saw it a couple of weeks ago. It still holds up. I can't encourage people to watch it enough. Quite it. frankly, I'm shocked it's not higher for you. Well, the other two are. Well, the ones that beat it out of there. So what are you going to do? Have you seen on Twitter that recently after the, the Snyder Cut was announced <laughs> that there were people that had trending uh, release the Galaxy Quest R-rated cut? <laughs> wow. So when she screams so, fuck at the end? Yeah, I don't know if it's a thing, but it was it was trending on Twitter like two days ago. That's awesome. That's a great- and I'm all for it. There's a there's a documentary for it. It's floating on Amazon right now. Um, that yeah, again, scre- I th- Screen Junkies did it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It really is great, and they really do get quite. I think they get just about everybody that was in that goofy movie, um, including like the writer, director, stars, whatever. But um, that is the. F- I remember in the movie theater when they get to that point, she screams out "fuck," and it was the worst thing when I saw it on VHS. And it's just like, what the hell is this? Screw that. That's not right. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go to my number three. But before I go to my number three, are we all going to have the same one, uh, t- uh, number two and number one? Like, maybe not in, like, I might have one and Damien might, might be number two, but are we all going to have the top two, the same two movies? Don't say what it is. But I don't know. I think so. I- I'm pretty excited so. that, like, <laughs> I-, I was just going to say, I'm pretty excited that, like, initially I was not happy about going first, but now I'm like, cool. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going before everybody. <laughs> all right, so my number three is Jurassic Park. So I, I, 
I was back and forth on, is this considered a sci-fi movie? It has sci-fi elements, but I don't know that it's a sci-fi movie. It's really just a Spielberg movie. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like that's what I classify it as. Um, if I was making a list of what I thought the best movies were, obviously Jurassic Park is in my top 10, and it would be top of the list. But if I'm looking at science fiction movies, somehow in my head I'm, I'm making a distinction where this would be like the third of the 90s for me, because there's two that are better because they're more science fiction than this. I don't know what I can say about Jurassic Park that I haven't said before. Um, I don't know. Again, top 10 movie. It's amazing. The effects hold up, everything. The thing I would say about science and this movie, though, is it got it, it sparked kind of my love for dinosaurs to the point where I read everything about dinosaurs. I started reading because around this time they started putting out things about, like, is this possible? Can we not even create dinosaurs, but where would we, where would you house them? Where would they be? Hmm. Could you sustain the amount of food they would need every day? So it like made me start thinking about science. And I don't know what I could say about any of these other movies that have done the same. So this movie's so important to me, you know, I'm not going to lament over it for 15 minutes, but number three for me, Jurassic Park, 1993. Nice. Damien, number two. Johnny Mnemonic didn't make you think about science. <laughs> Maybe think about no, hard bro. drive space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Jurassic Park did not make um, my list uh, because, A, I figured everybody was going to have it, and I pulled it off. And then thematically, as I put the list together, it didn't fit into, like, the this sort of, like, nostalgia thing that I had going on. So uh, I agree with everything that you said. One of the greatest movies, I think, of all time. And not my number two. Number two is where I diverge from the IMDb science fiction <laughs> tag. Okay. Um, but I will defend it in a minute. So the movie is 1990 uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My man. <laughs> this movie is based off of some shit that happens in a science lab. The ooze, <laughs> if you will, making it out and mutating turtles. There is nothing uh, more scientific than that. So it's a sci-fi movie. Good, good, great explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. Sci-fi. I don't want to. I see you thinking, Anthony. I don't want to hear it. No, no. I'm just because if if that's your logic, wouldn't Secret of the Ooze be the action? That's not as. That's not as good. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah, didn't know if it was more science fictiony because of the name says no, no, no. ooze. No. What a no, terrible no. name for a movie, by the way. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. No, I mean, I, I mean, it was on some lists that I looked at, but again, it's not classified on IMDb, and I wouldn't have put it in my top five, but fair enough. Yeah, I think, like I said, building building the list off of more nostalgia and things that were like sort of important to me, Yeah, we talked a bunch about this in the long-form episode uh, that we did about TMNT, but but yeah, the movie is, is very, very unique. There's kind of like nothing else uh, out there that's like this. Yeah. It's it, visually unique, and then... And then even story-wise, it's it's completely ridiculous. Uh, and then and then for me, you know, with the whole nostalgia thing, like at its core, what the movie is about is like family, um, learning about coping with loss, like brotherhood, friendship, like these important sort of like life things uh, themes. So it's the rare movie for me. As I get older, I enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about this in the long form episode, but I completely agree. It's it, the movie is so much more important to me as I've gotten older. Yeah, which is random. Did we finish yes. that long format? We didn't, right? Bro, it's it's up. It's been up for a while. Oh, what do I know? <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast, Thanks, Rob. That was nice that was here. the one. That was the one that got interrupted the first time, correct? Right. 
and then we redid it. Right. Like three days later. Gotcha. You're on it. Am I? I remember yep. being on the first time. <laughs> I think I was part of the screw up. But whatever. Well, we're going off the track. Yep. I'm sorry. It's up. And All right, it did cool. very well. Outstanding. All right, Gerald. Number two. My number two is Jurassic Park. Had it written down the whole time. Um, I, it's, it's, it holds up, man, for everything you just said. I mean, we've spoke about Jurassic Park, or you have, but I don't think I have. Um, but this movie holds up a lot for me. And I, I really like the science fiction-y elements and tropes in this movie. But everything about this movie still holds up to this day. It is such a fun, fun, fun ride, man. And it's my number two. All right, number two. I'm I'm shocked on the first the first number twos. From from Damien and from Gerald. I thought we were all gonna have the same movies. We still Rob. Have number one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Rob, you're number two. My number two. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna take shit for this, but I don't care. Like I'm ready for Phantom Menace. it. So like it's not Phantom Menace. Menace. It is <laughs> It's it, it's funny. I can't even say it. It's Armageddon. Okay. Get. No, nope, let me get the it out. Fuck. <laughs> out of here. So, nineteen ninety eight brings two end of the world movies. We have. Um, deep I want to say Deep Impact. I was going to call Independ- it Hope Floats, which is kind of funny itself. And then we definitely have Armageddon. not Hope Floats. We have a <laughs> comet versus an asteroid. So I remember seeing this movie. This movie is phenomenal. <laughs> this is. Bruce Willis, again, angry, disturbed, you know, just like pissed off at everybody, just as he was in The Fifth Element, maybe slightly angrier. We got Ben Affleck relatively early in his career trying to, like, do some shit that doesn't really get there. We got Michael Bay, which really, this is, in my experience, this was my first big Michael Bay movie. So I think, you know, there's a lot to, like, the newness of it when I saw this stupid movie. It is, quote-unquote, based in science. <laughs> because we do have, <laughs> let me get it out, we do have these guys going through a, quote-unquote, NASA training sequence. We do have the idea, like, hey, this is happening. We have to figure out how to do it. How are we going to do it? Like, I get it. We can have the debate of the astronauts being trained to drill. And, like, I get it. Um, there's also um, a tremendous soundtrack that goes along with this that was beaten into my head. And then they're like really where it comes down to because I just watched this movie, you know, a handful of weeks ago because it's on quite a bit. There's two scenes in this, and I had to have brought it up before because it's, this feels like rambling. The first thing is Bruce Willis is like gonna explode on the um, the comet, the asteroid, whatever, it doesn't matter. And he has his last moments with uh, Liv Tyler, so. He's like this great little like, hey, I'm going to die, but you need to go on. And Ben Affleck is going to take care of you. And like, we're good. And it's like a whole father daughter thing. And it just it breaks your heart. So there's that. Then there is the quasi alcoholic guy who is like makes it through the mission. Him like of the 20 people. He's like one of four that come back. And like he has this like a strange son and the son meets him back at the airfield and this like this whole little thing. And it is everything it's supposed to be. It is manipulative and horrible, but I just love this movie so much. So I present to you. <laughs> Arm- <laughs> you know, what's funny is the faces you guys are making. Not so much at that whole thing, but the fact that I'm wrapping it up and you're like, 
does he have a point? Like, no, clearly. So I, I take all of your disappointment and I'm like absorbing it. But like, I really do like this movie. I should never be shocked at things you say. Because at the end of the day, you like that movie from what you just said because you're a big pussy. And Ooh. the father-daughter <laughs> thing pulls, you know, pulls oh, at your heartstrings. Of course it does. How does it not? And then, no, I get it. But like, that base, that that's like the basis that's the catalyst for all your likes. Yeah. Is some sort of a emotional connection, which is good. 100%. But you, Armageddon, number two number sci-fi two movies of, of the, the 90s. Of the 90s. I'm You're fucking you. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. I'm, sh- I'm legitimately shocked. <laughs> I don't know that I should be, though. I have so many other things I want to say. You didn't see The Rock before this? The Rock. Oh yeah, shit! I did see With The Rock. Sha- oh, I guess that is. So a that was Bay your. Movie. Yeah, but yep. it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not as Michael Bay. It's not. It's as not. Armageddon. Like I Armageddon. don't recall that. Like my next Michael Bay movie after that is like Transformers or like The Island or like what about Pearl like Harbor. Pearl Harbor doesn't even like fit into the category because that movie is so super long. I can't concentrate for it long enough, and like I'm good on Pearl Harbor. No, but that might be like the most Michael Bay-ish movie. It's so bad. All right, let's go to Whatever. my number two because I yeah. I got I got to steer the ship back to where we're at. Come on. <laughs> it's Terminator Two. Oh. It's what do you say? Oh, for like you've never heard such a ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> this might be the greatest sci-fi movie ever. But it's like not just of two. the nineties. Well, because number one is the greatest sci-fi movie ever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so shocked still by Armageddon. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Terminator 2 does the rare thing of of being so much better than the original, being different than the original, but so much better. And it gives you everything you wanted in a sci-fi movie, but then also, like, it's dramatic, it's action. It doesn't give you, like, like doesn't give you, again, all of the same tropes that other sci-fi movies does. It's... Cameron at his best. It's an original. It's an original story, groundbreaking special effects, like great performances. Again, another. I think one of the most iconic female leads ever in sci-fi. Maybe not looking wise, but Sarah Connor is Sarah Connor. One of the most iconic, you know, villains in the Terminator. But then you outdo yourself by having Robert Patrick as the other Terminator, which is somehow even more iconic. And then it's just a good 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 movie like it's not i don't think one of the best sci-fi movies it's like one of my favorite movies in general i think so i'm just again shocked that we went from armageddon to terminator (laughs) 2 fucked me up sorry all right damien before we give before you give our your number one what are some of your honorable mentions uh honorable mentions jurassic park was on there um Total Recall I had on there, and then one that has not been mentioned so far and did not make my list, uh, Back to the Future 3. My man. <laughs> you know how I feel about it. I mean, this is this is the uh, the 30th anniversary this year. Wow. Yep. We might have to do a long form on it. Wow. There's Yeah, there's a lot of anniversaries in the past. There are. So before we move on, so Damien and I are doing something special for our one-year uh, pod or two-year, excuse me, podcast anniversary. What are we doing, Damien? Back to the Future, the podcast that started it all. And what are we doing? We're, we're going back in time. <laughs> so, 
so I had the idea to for our for our I don't know why we're announcing it now, it just felt right. For our two year anniversary, Damien and I are gonna redo podcast number one, wow. Back to the Future. Ooh. It felt appropriate to do. I love that movie so much. It's the thirty fifth anniversary this year. I just think we're all better at, at this. We have a ton more listeners, so I think it'll be fun for everybody to re listen to that. So we're going back to the future on Back to the Future. I think it's kinda cool. That's cool. All right. What's your number one, Damien? All right, so my number one is going to circle back to my number five, <clears throat> which I know gives it away. <laughs> In stark cr- contrast to Johnny Mnemonic having 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, my number one is uh, currently ranked as number 16 on IMDb's top 250 list. Yeah, but that, that, uh, that, is, that, mo- that list lost all credibility. <laughs> well, whatever. Nevertheless, like some people give it uh, you know, credibility. Mm. And clearly we do because we did four fucking episodes. I, I mean, I, you could argue we did like 19 episodes because we recorded so many times, but had some technical issues. I think technically Anyways. we did five episodes, by the way. It was a lot. <laughs> that were released. Yeah, that were released. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is The Matrix. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this is another movie that we did a long-form episode on. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, like... I feel like one of the things that I that I really enjoy about science fiction in general, which is something that applied to Johnny Mnemonic as well, uh, is is just like our whenever a f- movie about the future is created, there's a whole bunch of work that goes into like designers having to think about how do we how do we interact with computers and like what does our kind of daily life look like, uh, and so. I don't know. It's just interesting to see what people come up with. I feel like my, my favorite example of this is uh, Alien and just the how, how like gritty and tactile everything is with like the really low resolution shitty screens, but like very chunky buttons and and everything has like levers and dials and it looks. Yeah. Anyway, we will go down the rabbit hole of Alien, but but I, that's one of the things <laughs> I really enjoy that The Matrix uh, the Matrix had to me, you know, with like the cables and the sort of like connectivity and like the baths and and just everything. Uh, again, Johnny Mnemonic had this sort of as well of just this like, what does the future look like? Um, which is something that I don't know fascinates me. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we'll get to it on mine on my number one. But yeah, everything you said is right on, <laughs> spot on. Go listen to the Matrix episode. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh yeah, Gerald number one is. The Matrix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the best, man. Um, the thing I like about The Matrix is not only just the making of The Matrix and all the new technology and the, the bullet time effect and all this other stuff. I mean, you can keep going back to this movie and rewatching and pull little elements out, you know, all the biblical references in the movie and, and, and everything else about it is visually stunning. And it's just, and it is literally the best sci-fi movie I think is out there right now. So uh, I, I agree with everything Damien said. And um, Matrix is my number one. All right, Bobby. Okay. So uh, you know, what? let me let me go back. Excuse me, sure. Gerald. Do you have some honorable mentions you'd like to mention? Oh yeah, yeah. I completely did. skipped uh, over that. Let me get a. I had a. I did have a Total Recall, Independence Day, Men in Black as honorable mentions for my fun favorite of the yeah. 90s. I'm yeah. shocked nobody had Men in Black on their list. I thought yeah, for I sure someone, because that yeah. was a big deal. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got it on my honorable, so. Okay. Bobby, mm-hmm. honorable mentions. All right, honorable mentions. So I I did not pick the Matrix for any of this stuff because I knew you guys were going to do it, so I just didn't, like, Matrix, <laughs> love Matrix, throwing love to Matrix. Um, you here's put my Armageddon on your list instead. Yeah, I did. <laughs> There's a movie called Cube that came out in 1997, which is this great, like, indie sci-fi movie. Have any of you guys seen Cube? No, but if it doesn't have Ice Cube as the as the fucking lead, that's it's, a misfire. It doesn't have Ice Cube as the lead. <laughs> so more or less, what it is, it's it's a movie about like these people wake up and they find themselves in like in the the, the middle of this kind of very odd room, and every room kind of leads into another room, and each room has kind of like some sort of like device of death in it. And what they're kind of finding out is that they're slowly trying to solve this kind of giant puzzle that is the cube that they're existing in. It's a great sci-fi movie. I recommend you guys watch it. That's just an honorable mention, so I'll just throw that out there. Um, 12 Sounds like Saw. It's, it's kind of like Saw in a sense, but you're, you're, you're moving a little bit more from space to space. I think Saw, you're really kind of just in one room, but whatever. Okay. Um, 12 Monkeys, um, 95, I think, is another Bruce Willis movie. Weird. But 12 Monkeys is a great movie. Um, Waterworld is... I love Waterworld. I think it's a fun, <laughs> stupid movie. A lot of people shit on that movie, but I will watch it every single time it's on there. Um, and then Predator <laughs> 2. I'm going to throw that on there, too, just to like round out the Fuck sequels. Fuck out of here. So, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Predator 2 another day. But so, my, hold on. The Matrix, the Matrix isn't even on your honorable mentions? I didn't put The Matrix in, which is what I led this conversation with. Because I knew you guys were going to have... Same thing with Starship Troopers. Tremendous movie. I didn't put it on because I knew you guys were going to talk about it. So it's not on my list. However, my number one movie is Terminator 2. Perfect. There it is. Okay. Now everybody feels better now, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> I just, Everybody's sweating. I, I yeah. wasn't sure where we were going. You where, could have said any number of fucking movies. Without a doubt in my like, mind. Okay. But I'm sticking with Terminator 2. Um... Great movie, fun movie. Again, we, we talk about those 90 movies, those 90s movies, um, the movies that kind of stand out in the much, just kind of punch you in the face. I think Terminator 2 obviously is that. Everything you had said before as far as its uniqueness, its kind of like its place in the world of like sequels better than the original. But at the end of the day, it is it, it, it redefined the genre of both like special effects and what a sci-fi movie could do. And um, I do love that movie very much. So my number one movie, science fiction movie in the 90s, Terminator 2. You're the best, Rob. Thanks, buddy. Don't ever change, buddy. I'm trying. All right, so my honorable mentions are 12 Monkeys, Back to the Future 3, and Fifth Element. So those are my my honorable mentions. Uh, My number one is The Matrix, obviously. It... I won't go into, you know, everything we talked about in the long form, and I don't want to just say what Damien and Gerald already said. And I'll just sum it up like this. I mentioned Terminator. We had seen things in that movie that we had never seen before. The Matrix did the exact same thing nine years later. That was a movie that we shouldn't have. It shouldn't work. On paper, it sounds terrible. It has directors that you've never heard of. Keanu Reeves at that point is past, I think, his like action hero prime. It's well after speed. He's kind of a joke at that point a little bit. And it just kills it. And we're all, I, I can only speak for me. I think everybody was caught off guard when they watched it. Nobody thought that movie was going to be good. Um, but again, you watch it and still to this day, you can watch it and it still is groundbreaking in what it did. And I don't think has ever been duplicated. And even with all of its sequels, it started a 
franchise and none of them been been anywhere near the quality of that one and it still holds up even though it's the oldest visually it holds up better than its sequels the only thing that's even close is animatrix but that's all animated so that's different but again it for it to be sci-fi sci-fi i think for it to be one of the best it has to push the genre forward more so than any other genre and it did so here here nice yeah, I didn't, I didn't mention any of that stuff because I wanted to leave, make sure there was some meat on the bone for everybody else who gave the same answer. So yeah, ditto. But yeah, I mean, yeah. But like in 1999, do you remember walking, like literally just looking at people's faces, I, I can remember this, walking out of the Matrix and everybody was just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, original I, mind blown. I remember coming out of it and there weren't a lot of people in the theater that I saw that were that were in the theater with me. And I just remember being like, I don't know what I saw. Like I couldn't process. Yeah. I knew it was good, right? But I couldn't process like where it was because there's so much shit going on. So many things we had never seen. Keanu Reeves isn't amazing in the movie, but he's good enough in it to where I had to see it again. And then leaving the theater after the second time, I was more like, "Holy shit! This is this is like a defining movie of of like ever." Yeah. So. Yeah, this is one of those great movies that if you didn't get a chance to see in the theater, it's such a phenomenal experience in the theater that that is like fully immersive and you have the insane audio that's like just to the point where it's almost too much. Uh, I I think we talked about this at some point, but I for one of the anniversaries or something, there was a theater near me, I think last year that screened it and I went to go see it. it was like six dollars or something like that worth every penny was phenomenal yeah it was right before we did the long form um yeah so yeah and and so the one of the big issues with the movie is every time it's been put out since being on on the big screen they've color corrected it and it doesn't look the same and now the 4k version is the same version that you see in the theater so yes you don't get the sound but the colors the greens the blacks the the hdr of it all of the contrast on the new 4k transfer is amazing it looks beautiful Obviously, you're not awesome. you're not getting the same sound, um, yeah. but the picture is ridiculous. Yeah, man, I gotta watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because also I bought recently Terminator Two on 4K, and the 4K transfer is terrible. It looks worse than like the the Blu-ray mm. transfer, and it was like yeah. seven bucks, so I should have known. <laughs> like some something was wrong. Yeah, this is like a, a intern project where somebody was like, "Hey, convert this to 4K." <laughs> Somebody's we'll, gonna buy we'll it right? for They're seven like, bucks. Someone's gonna yeah. fucking buy this. Uh, all right, so I would like to do these again. Like I would like to do an '80s version and maybe even some different genres because I think the '80s is like the next, the big big sci-fi year to me would be the '80s. Obviously, with with Empire Strikes Back, Aliens. Aliens was '70s, yeah. wasn't it, Rob? Or Alien. 80s? Alien was '70s. Aliens was '80s. Yes, Alien yeah. was 79, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And then Aliens is right after that. Okay. Um, yeah, I enjoyed I'm shocked. I thought our lists were going to be identical. And they weren't. <laughs> nice. Nobody nobody saw the Dark Horse Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob, did you just do that to fuck with us? I really didn't. I Listen, if it's one thing I am, it's sincere. I mean, I did shift things around. I did have Fifth Element on the list. That has been removed. Um, but like, yeah, 10 minutes ago, Armageddon, I, I'm, sadly, or, you know, fortunately Armageddon was always number two. So there was never, Armageddon was never off the list. And once we started, you added it. 
please tell me Armageddon was not number one at one point. Armageddon was never number one, I promise. Even when I was just kind of reworking the list. Galaxy Quest held on to number one there for a while until I yeah. kind of like reshifted stuff around. But yeah, Arm Armageddon Damien, was number two. While putting your list together, at any point did you think <laughs> I got to put Armageddon on your list? <laughs> no. And you like that movie. Yeah, I, I do. I don't like telling people I like that. But. <laughs> right, but you said it on the last. It's not a good you movie. You said it on the uh, the Bad Boys podcast that that's one of your guilty yeah. pleasures. Yeah, it's not a good movie, and I don't know why I'm mentioning it again. Uh, but yes, it has such. I know Rob was like, I love the soundtrack. I Dude, love the soundtrack, the soundtrack. Sucks. How much? I it's, mean, it's, it's bad. An Aerosmith that song fucking by... corny ass Aerosmith yeah. song oh. can eat my ass. It oh my sucks, goodness. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Rob, when when COVID is over and and like yeah we have a vaccine and we can like freely travel again, uh -huh. I'm gonna fly to New York and we will spend a weekend hanging out, and I want to watch Armageddon <laughs> sitting on the couch together. Love it. And like I just want like just a couple of grown men cry. <laughs> when he picks you up, does it. the does the song have to be playing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're gonna, there's going to be a whole thing. Maybe we'll like live stream it for the We're podcast. We're going to sing it on the drive up. <laughs> Gerald, yes. was there something on your list that you took off because you didn't want to be ridiculed? Uh, let's see. Like not honorable mention. Probably, probably Armageddon. But... <laughs> no, nah, man. Well, you no, know what? You, you rolled no, 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 with Independence kidding. Day and no one gave you shit for Independence Day. So, I mean, that's a thing big. No, no, I mean... You know why? Because no. <laughs> Independence Day is a better movie than Armageddon. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, put, no, this, this list is, this is my list, so, and I, and I stuck with it. I All right. I didn't mess with it. Yep. Rob, you understand that Independence Day, the aliens get there, right? Yeah. And they're, you don't know if they're friendly or not, and Vivica A. Fox is like, I still gotta go to work, <laughs> not knowing <laughs> if the aliens are gonna blow shit up, and she's a stripper. Yep, 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 yep. I guess, oh, yeah. just want to make sure you remember that part. And What's I think she brings she, her son to work. She brought, she brought her son to work. She's a dancer. And the dog oh, survives. she's a stripper. So, yeah. The dog survives. Yes. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. If you're not here for Independence Day, what are you here for? Like, what are you in for? <laughs> We're here for Armageddon. Damien, Independence Day is better than Armageddon, yeah? Yeah, yeah. How Wait is a minute. Terminator Wait a not minute. on your top Wait five? Wait a minute. Our, listen, Independence Day is a great movie. And again... It was a fun movie to go through, and the experience of it was fine. But I really, and I mean this sincerely, Armageddon is a better movie than Independence Day. I'm sorry. No. No. <laughs> You're like, no. I mean, no, no, it isn't. At no point, you know, okay, I'll give you two reasons why Independence Day is a better movie than Armageddon. Hit me with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. <laughs> and Will Smith. Uh... Your leads in Armageddon are... <laughs> Ben Bruce Affleck. Willis and Ben Affleck. <laughs> and Bruce Willis so far past his prime of being likable, it's not even funny. Uh, listen, and it was again, a year after just mention, Fifth Element. They, but he's so much better in Fifth Element. They are oil drillers yes. <laughs> that are trained to be astronauts mm -hmm. instead of training the astronauts to be drillers. Best drillers in the world. This is... this is Never this said is a depth a they didn't hit. This, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. There's a blinking dot on the screen, and I'm just trying to get to it. Damien, it's... help me, please. 
The scene where they're doing the psych Come evaluations on, for all of them so is like one of my favorites. <laughs> and the one dude who's like the giant yoked out like, uh, you know, roughneck and he just starts crying. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> I mean, maybe we just like to, we can talk about arm. Maybe, maybe you go away for a little right, while. We'll, we'll just we'll, talk we'll, about arm. We'll wrap up arm. Look, <laughs> I've long since said, I've said so many times, if you guys want to do a movie that I don't want to do, please have at it. And if Armageddon's on that list, go for it. Armageddon because might be on that I'm, list. I'm in the minority of thinking Armageddon's terrible. Uh, I know a lot of people love that movie. It fucking made an ass ton of money. It's a shit movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you. It's it's a bad movie. I'm I will not dispute that. I <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but we got Bobby saying that Independence Day is better or worse. Okay, worse. if if we're if we can if I can just try and make Bobby feel a little bit better for Thanks, a minute, buddy. I wasn't gonna say this. Uh, honorable mention for me that didn't even make my honorable mention list because I wasn't going to say it because I was embarrassed. <laughs> uh, uh, 1996 Escape from LA. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's a tough That's one bad. to Kurt admit Russell. to. That's that a, tough a tough one. one. Yeah. That's a bad yeah. look. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Tremors wasn't know. on your list, even though it's not considered sci-fi. Uh, yeah, of course. I didn't. I didn't mention that one earlier because it seemed too obvious. Um, but yes, it was. It was obviously on the list. But not sci-fi. Uh, I don't know. That was part of the reason why I didn't include it is because I was like, I don't. Is this sci-fi? What do we think Tremors is? I think we talked about this on the Discord when we were watching it. Kind of like a monster movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Almost horror more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like action horror. Mm-hmm. Action horror comedy. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah. Like 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know what else to say, guys. I'm still, I'm literally still fucking shook about Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> every episode, every episode, Bobby brings like heat on something. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't. But Sorry, you know what? Be you. Do I'm you. Tra- I, that's what I'm trying to do every day. But we're going to put the poll. Hey, on IG, of course we. We're gonna are. let the people. We're gonna let the people decide. Is Independence Day better than Armageddon? All right. It, it, if I, I could just do one little pitch on this, remember how you <laughs> felt with Armageddon, and then remember how you felt with Independence Day. And I get we have the Independence Day. And Gerald, I mean nothing by this. I I get we have the Independence Day like speech by Bill Pullman, <laughs> and that it's very inspiring and lovely. But really, I, I think we that's I think that's it. <laughs> no, because I don't want like I'm, I I like Independence Day. I don't want to like shit on Independence Day. Like it's Gerald's pick. I don't want to be a jerk about it. Um, but like again, Armageddon. How you felt at the end of Armageddon versus how you what does felt, that mean? I, it let the people decide. You know like, how I felt at the end of Independence Day. You as hey, I was fucking jacked. And what, like I wanted and, to at go the f- end of Armageddon, you're like, what the fuck was that? Why would they train these people how to be astronauts? But Rob, you should what? know by now that I don't have the same feel, like I, the feelings that you have. At no please. point did I care about Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, and her fucking cross-eyed eyes, <laughs> and fucking Bruce Willis. I don't care. You know who I cared about? Fucking Randy Quaid, as he's flying that goddamn F-16 right up the fucking, the asshole of the goddamn uh, uh, alien ship. That's what I care. Hey, guys, remember me? Like, boom! That's the best, dude. (laughs) For like a month after watching that movie, I would run around and punch my brothers and be like, welcome to Earth. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And you have to say Earth. Earth. It's the best, dude. It's the best. 
That's you know Will what? Smith at his like Will, like peak Will Smith. Peak. That's peak. You know what right. I was surprised wasn't on there was Mars Attacks. I'm surprised you didn't even Mars throw it in. Look, yeah. I like Mars Attacks for all of the reasons I like Tim Burton, but Mars Attacks is not a great movie. Yeah, fair. But it is a fun movie. Super fun. I guess movie. it's just not good. Yeah. Super sci-fi. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fucking Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon. All right, gents. I, 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 we're just going to wrap it up here cool. because, you know, I don't know where to go from Armageddon. So I hope we can do the 80s version of this. Eventually, we're going to do enough of them where we can do actual draft and we can have the uh, all of our listeners vote on what they think is the greatest sci-fi movie of all time. That's the end, the end goal. So I hope you guys are all down for that. Sure. I'll plan it out. And uh, yeah, we'll do it again. All right. Be good. Cool. Sweet. All right, gents. Thank you. All right, everyone. That is the best sci-fi movies of the 90s. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, would love to hear what everyone thinks. If you agree, disagree, if we left something off, uh, if the order's wrong, whatever you think. Love to know. Uh, hit us up on our social media, Instagram, at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter, at Morning Geekdom. You can always shoot us an email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. Uh, thanks to Damien, Rob, and Gerald for being on as always. Uh, always ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. And uh, we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs>